0: Welcome to the upper class podcast. 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 I liked your last intro. You were like the upper 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 class podcast. The upper 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 class podcast. Welcome to. Hello. I'm your host, Tristan, and this is episode 18 of the Upper Class Podcast. Sitting in front of me, we have Connor Keen. Hello. And Wesley Root. Hello. Hiding in the corner so he doesn't have to say anything into a mic, we have Ryan, wears sunglasses indoors, Canfield, running tech. He waved, I think. (laughs) So how about we go ahead and have you guys introduce yourself. Wes, Uh, do you want to start?
1: Sure. My name is Wes Root. And do I need to say something interesting about myself? Just
0: yeah, just whatever.
1: My uh favorite color is green.
0: Okay, yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: Anyway, my name <laughs> is Connor
2: King. Um I'm eighteen and I drive a car.
0: Wow. Yeah. Is it like self powered like nuclear <laughs> what yes solar powered
1: yeah all
2: of (laughs) the above
0: what if you had like a wind powered car you know thought about that
1: you You
2: could have it like it's like your alternator yeah it it, like but it takes in the wind yeah that'd be kind of cool yeah
0: you know
1: I always thought like, okay, solar powered. I would the first thing I would do in a solar powered car was build a l- massive light over the solar panel so that it just mm-hmm. would power itself. And the you know the depreciation of electricity totally escaped me when I was younger. And I thought, dude, <laughs> energy crisis solved. Solved. Mm-hmm. There you go. Somebody, somebody hire me, please. Use the
0: energy to make more energy. There you yep. go. There you go. <laughs> But if you see these guys around, make sure you give them a big thanks because a lot of effort goes into these podcasts. At least that's what it seems like anyways. So many of you are probably wondering what we're doing right now, why we're doing this podcast. And I'm here to answer that question. We were doing this podcast just as like a substitute for youth group. But what this has kind of transformed into is more like an every week type thing because it's really, we find it's a great way for people to get connected. We find it's a great thing just for people to listen to. It's really meant as a ground for connection and learning more about God's word. So since all of our youth groups have started off, this is not going to stop. This is going to continue going for a while and we're going to keep continuing this for as long as we can. Really, the vision we have for this is for you to be able to get together with friends, listen to it, stay connected, then talk about it, answer questions at the end. And I, yeah, I just think it's a really cool little neat thing to do. If you want to listen to us, you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Right now as a church, as we're going through this kind of season of corona and staying at home and stuff like that, one thing we're really trying to push is that home is your first church because your relationship with God does not end just because you're not being able to get together as much with other people. On that note, we're going to go into announcements. So um, to kick us off, I'm going to have Wes talk about a big youth group event we have coming up.
1: That's right. The big summer event that we are doing August 11th to the 14th is, drumroll please, the canceled 2020 summer campout. It's the 2020 (laughs) summer campout, but it's not. The theme is canceled, but it's not canceled. You got that? Canceled, not canceled. Yeah. And that's going to be four days, three nights of camping, games, fun, water, ski, slip and slide. You know, all, well, social distancing, of course, and all outside where the coronavirus is non-existent. So, Wes, is it too late to sign up for that? No, it's not, Mm -hmm. actually. You can sign up, uh, well, technically, today is the last day, but... I will tell you what, I will draw out registration for another week because I know. Sounds so good. So I got to pick a date on the fly. How about this, August 7th? I don't know what day that is.
0: That sounds like a good day.
1: August 7th will be the cutoff for registration. And you can register at calvarymac.com and you hit the little hamburger menu in the, in the top right corner and you pick ministries and then youth and registration is in there. Mm-hmm. And register ASAP Cost is 60 bucks.
0: All righty. Yeah. That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. So um, anarthian on that, I think seven's a great number because in the Bible, that's an important number. So you could say that number you just thought of as biblically inspired. By the just, Lord. Yeah, by the Lord there. The
1: number of completion.
2: <laughs> There's a reason he made you wait seven more days to close it. We don't know what it is.
1: We'll find out. We will mm-hmm. find out. <laughs>
0: That's true. (laughs) So, for those of you who don't know, both of our youth groups have started and they've been going on for about a month and a half now, I'd say. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're just continuing to meet. Right now, we're meeting outside because the restrictions are kind of loosened outside. You know, we can Mm -hmm. still be safer out there. So, um, the weather's
1: nice outside right now. Yeah.
0: But on that note, we also have some bad news to share about schools here in McMinnville and I think Yamhill County in general. They announced pretty recently that at the start of the school year, everything is gonna be online. So we are not gonna be doing that weird like two day thing right now.
2: I don't know <laughs> if that's a hundred percent set in stone because they said there's still the cases
0: are going down. Yeah. So. But as of now anyways, that's what as they've of announced. Now, but it could change. It could change potentially,
2: though. but I doubt it will.
0: Yeah. I find if they make a decision it's kind of hard to turn back from it it'd be better to change after it's already started you know maybe but aside from that i'm g- it's time to get into personal life so how you guys been doing
1: i've been doing good <laughs> it's been summertime, so i mean typically there's a lot more going on with youth group me being the youth pastor for the you know the overarching youth department at calvary mac we usually have a couple more events planned, but COVID really squelched that. And then a couple month and a half ago, we started having in-person youth group again. So, But it's been pretty simple on Wednesdays. You just around the bonfire, s'mores, outside yard type games and stuff. And so that's a lot of what I've been doing. And then, of course, we're renovating the, um, the youth facility by tearing up the carpet and grinding off the glue and, get, and prepping yeah. that for a new really cool finish so that i've been doing a lot of that and then also planning the camp out and then i went camping with my family last weekend we went to the siletz river and we glamped (laughs) in a really nice trailer that had electricity and running water all right sounds like a fun time
0: How about you, Connor? I
2: haven't been doing quite as much as Wes has, but in the past couple weeks, I've been working in my backyard, pulling out fence panels and putting in new ones and then painting them. Wow. That took me like a week and a half to do. So that was fun. That's fun. And just a lot of other fixing up things in the backyard and... Getting ready to potentially sell the house in the next couple of years type of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Very cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like you guys have been pretty busy. Both getting for, our tan on. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of for Wes, kind of more fun busy Connor, more work busy. <laughs> so on that note, I'm going to, we're going to get into our topics today. So we're going to be covering how to keep our minds focused on the Lord. And also we're going to talk about what it means to love our neighbors. But before we get into that, we're going to get into some good news stories. So I'm going to have Wes kick that off with our first story here today.
1: Okay, I was searching the internet, and I settled on a more serious one. I tend to be a little more comedic, but I feel like this this headline jumped out at me. The headline says, Single dose of COVID-19 vaccine proved successful in preclinical study. Human safety trials begin. And that was yesterday. Just a small snippet. says a safe single-shot vaccine of COVID-19 has been successfully trialed in Rhesus Micaius, one of our closest relatives. And human trials begin today. They must be talking about monkeys or something. Probably. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine called AD26, that's what the vaccine they're working on is called, was produced using a common cold virus, an organism that stimulates our immune system. In 52 of the primates, so obviously, yeah, so it was a monkey. In 52 of the primates, robust antibody activity neutralized the viral functions and properties of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. And, you know, the article is quite a bit longer, but it's suggesting that they, they've had success with a vaccine, which is good news, my friend. That
0: is right that is definitely cool i wonder if they start human trials if it'll turn someone into into like a superhuman type thing
1: i know i know where do you sign up for that i know superpowers captain america type thing what's your superpower i kill covid 19 (laughs) (laughs)
2: let me touch your face
1: (laughs) how do you do it sock them in the face come here
0: (laughs) i don't wear masks i inhale them (laughs) Yeah. And on a less serious note, though, we're going to get into some Star Wars talk. <laughs> Shocker. Wait, before we
1: depart from the COVID 19, have you guys seen the Babylon B article that says it lists all the superheroes that have outfits that are COVID 19 approved, AKA <laughs> a- 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 masks? Okay. Like Bane. Oh, Batman, yeah. Batman would Bade. never get COVID. He would never Great get point. COVID. Built-in mask.
0: I feel like Iron Man would be pretty safe.
1: D- absolutely. Yeah. Ant-Man.
0: Totally. Ant-Man. I mean, Ant-Man would be. Maybe, yeah. I think he would be pretty pretty. Batman?
1: Ant-Man. Oh, well,
0: Ant-Man could sink. Uh, he could totally shrink right. smaller than the virus and, like. Punch it. Punch the cells. Or Ant-Man
1: would sh- shrink smaller. He would sneak into the hive and kill the queen, COVID. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's That'd right. right. <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have to ask you guys, are you DC or Marvel? Like, Marvel. Marvel, yeah.
1: My favorite superhero is Marvel. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of torn, though. I'd, yeah. I'd say probably
2: Marvel. Okay. Just because of how bad the movies are i can't like dc
0: but dude the the dark knight trilogy is pretty good but the tv shows are outstanding
1: the dc tv shows what's your favorite dc show
2: like the old justice league tv show from like the 2000s that was so good and like young justice i don't know if anyone's (laughs) seen that but i love that show (laughs) so good
1: my family and i have they've been watching star girl like religiously Uh, weekly but then they got into The Flash, too, which was kind of a Marvel... Yeah, The Flash is kind of cool. Yeah, it's a little lighter, but still, for my kids, they're, you know, 8, 6, and 2. Yeah. It might be a little it's a tad more mature, but I, yeah. they're into it. Anyways, it's fun.
0: Yeah, it is pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do we want to get into some Star Wars talk, boys? Let's talk Star Wars. Okay. We definitely do.
2: <laughs> for those of you that have seen The Mandalorian... And liked it, (laughs) there's good news, because it has been nominated for 15 Emmys. I have no idea if that's (laughs) any good. I don't know, like, Emmy numbers or anything, like, average. (laughs) But I feel like 15 is a really big number. Yeah, man.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds
1: big to me. It sounds really big.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty
1: cool. (laughs) So, did you like The Mandalorian? I
0: loved it. It was great. It was really good. It was so good.
1: I liked it too. Uh, That was definitely a show that we watched like every week with my fam. Like, and I didn't really have to worry about cussing or like blood or gore or whatever.
2: I would cover my ears if someone else had it on. I would go, I would cover my ears, go, and run away to another room. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> how serious I was about watching that. Because you wanted to focus on
1: it when yeah, you watch it, yeah. Well, spoilers.
0: What well, well, my family did, we watched like the first two episodes, but then we kind of took a break for a little bit, and then we realized that the season had been done, so we just watched the rest of them in one night.
1: You what, you let them pile up. That's yeah, we smart, did. Dude.
0: So yeah, it's pretty cool. That's but, smart. One show I'm really excited for. is a Kenobi show. Obviously, I'm very excited for that show. What's,
1: do we know a potential release date for that? 2022 or 21?
0: <laughs> I think it's 22. Maybe. I'm pretty sure it's 20. All I know is Ewan McGregor is going to be in it.
1: It's he's going to be Ben or Obi Wan. Yeah, he's going to be yes. Obi Wan.
0: Like he's announced it multiple times. So. All right. So I'm really excited for that. And I also heard rumors that Hayden Christensen, Anakin, is going to make an appearance in it. I don't know about that that's though.
2: Very nostalgic. That's for that's for sure.
1: Well, especially since he was Ob's Padawan, you Mm -hmm. know.
2: I want to see, because I think it's going to be they're going to have, like, flashbacks or something like that. Yeah. Because, I mean,
0: what else would Hayden Christensen be? I don't know. I don't don't see that. I could see him as Darth Vader, like, actually playing him. I don't know. I don't know about that.
1: I I think the jury's out on how I feel about Hayden Christensen, too. I didn't think he was... An amazing actor? And he was only in the first two. three. Or, yeah, first you're right, too. Because uh, Obi-Wan was like a little kid in episode one, you know. Yeah. Or, sorry, Anakin. Anakin. There you go. He was only nine. Yeah.
0: I think part of the reason is because he didn't have a great script, so he did the best he could, I think. <laughs> he yeah. didn't have a great... I'll,
2: I'll tell you... You and McGregor...
1: He didn't have a good script either. He made <laughs> he it still work. still
0: excelled,
1: and he made it. <laughs> he made it work. Uh, well, hands down, my favorite lightsaber fight was in Episode One with Qui Gon, Obi Wan, and Darth Maul. Like, thank you. And they tried to come close in Episode Two with Yoda and Dooku. Yeah, that one's cool, but that one's more
0: like just to see it because yeah. people have been waiting to see Obi or people have been waiting to see Yoda fight yeah. for
2: literal like decades. Yeah, because I know. <laughs> I think for me,
0: I have to say my favorite lightsaber fight is definitely the one on Mustafar in the third one with Obi-Wan and Anakin. Because oh, Anakin proves why he is the best lightsaber fighter, dude.
1: He's oh, so. Obi-Wan? Oh, yeah. Obi-Wan. The face it he killed Darth Maul, mm-hmm. and then he like almost killed what would become Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was just a, an emotional fight, too, you know, man.
1: So you think it's all about Luke, you think it's all about Darth Vader, it's really all about Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan. dude. He's, he's the, the reason like, that
0: everything well, happens.
1: He's the glue. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah.
0: And Luke probably wouldn't have survived if Obi-Wan wasn't on tattooing all those years, honestly. Uh-huh. Oh, so. I'm sure
1: he was looking over his shoulder. Yeah,
0: man. He was. But aside from that, I think it's time we get into the message. So <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> we are going to be reading in Colossians 3, 1 through 14 today. So I'm going to go ahead and read that for us. It's kind of a big chunk of scripture here. And really, again, when I choose these passages, I just kind of go off of what really speaks to me throughout the week as I'm reading. And I was just reading this Bible study this week. That was kind of on how to personally make you more connected with God and how to make yourself living a life more for Christ. And this passage just mm-hmm. really stood out to me. The verse one says, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You Used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. But Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Hmm. So going back to our first topic here, it's how to keep our minds focused on the Lord. So often as Christians, I think we tend to focus a lot on things of this earth. We focus on what we want, what we think we need, what we think is going to make us happy. I think really what we need to focus on is the only thing that really matters in life, which is Jesus and his promise. I want to read uh, Colossians 3, 1 through 3 again. It says, Since then you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. So what do you guys think this chunk of scripture means?
1: Well, you're right when you said that we think a lot about earthly things. And the, the challenge, I think, that accompanies that is, well, we are earthly beings and mm-hmm. we live on earth and we, you know, we're stuck here, you know, until Jesus returns. But to set our minds on things above and to take them off earthly things, that's like a a growth process, mm-hmm. and, like, it's hard mm-hmm. because it defies everything we know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: everything we've ever done. And so that won't be easy. No. That won't be easy, but it's worthwhile, especially if, you know, if your faith is in Jesus and you believe in heaven and eternal life and with God, mm-hmm. then, yeah. And so all our decisions here on earth, I think— should be with that in mind mm-hmm. that I'm going to go to heaven, and so that changes your your that's like your worldview, and it cha- it should change how you behave and how you function, in everything you do. If you believe that we came from nothing and we evolved and all that, then being having a destructive approach, you're going to die and cease to exist, and the little bit of life you had anyways was just an accident and you're an accident and there's no intention or purpose mm-hmm. behind you. Um, okay. Well, that then you, I feel like that leads to a very destructive mm-hmm. mentality and a, and a desire to preserve just what you have here because this is all you get mm-hmm. and you don't get any any more, you know, but with heaven in mind, we're focusing on the future. We know that this isn't the end. Mm-hmm. And I'm rambling. Sorry.
0: No, you're fine. You brought up a great point there. It's about the mindset you have. When you believe that your life is meaningless, when you believe that it leads to kind of a destructive lifestyle, you know, it doesn't lead to a full life. And again, Scripture says, for you died and since you've been raised in Christ, we often forget the price Jesus paid for us on the cross and what he opened up for us. And I think when you remember that, putting your mind on things above becomes a lot easier in a sense. Hmm. Uh, What would you say, Connor? I, I
2: agree with that. I keep reading verse 3. It says for you have died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God, and I'm not sure what it means by hidden. That kind of throws me off a little bit. But mm. yeah. But yeah, for you for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. So it's like, you know, your your only purpose is for him now, mm. you know.
1: That's a good question what you said that verse verse 3 cuz it can be confusing. I do like to read other translations, I'm going to click over to the Amplified just to see what it says. So I'm going to reread verse 3 in the Amplified version. It says, For you died, parentheses, to this world, and your, parentheses, new, comma, real mm-hmm. life is hidden with Christ in God. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that uh, that is... That is, there. there's room to, for study on that verse, and I'm sure a lot of people have delved into it. Mm-hmm. You died to this world, like our earthly death, like yeah. we die on earth, mm-hmm. like everybody does. But our life doesn't stop once we die on earth mm-hmm. if our faith is in Christ. Like it says, we're hidden in Christ, and Christ is in God. Right. I, I feel like um, Paul, he wrote Colossians, he emphasized that too because Christ was under attack for being, for not being God. Mm -hmm. And that's a common thing is that Christ isn't God. So you put your faith in Jesus, but well, who is he? He was a man, Mm -hmm. you know? And some people don't believe Jesus was God or is God. And though the concept of the Trinity is really hard to grasp, Jesus is God. And it's almost like he's saying, here's God, Jesus is in him and you are in Jesus. Mm -hmm. So we're all together, you know, in heaven, you know, And, and Christ is God. And that's a a can of worms for another time, but yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely.
0: I think when I kind of interpret that word like hidden, when you hide something, there's multiple reasons for that, and I think one of them is protection. I think when it means like your life that. is now hidden with Christ, that means when you die of your earthly self, your life is protected with Christ's blood. I like that. That's kind of that's kind of how I interpreted. That's a, little a good bit. interpretation. That's you a know, good way of mm-hmm. seeing it. Yeah, when you have Christ in your life. You don't have to worry about your earthly death or your earthly possessions because what is important is protected through Christ. I want to go ahead and dive into our second topic today, which is what it means to love our neighbors. Going back into Colossians at the end of it on verses 12 through 14 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So, what do you guys kind of? What's your take on that passage? What do you kind of think it's saying?
2: It's basically just reiterating, you know, love your neighbor, um, mm-hmm. always forgive. I guess, yeah. Don't, don't. Uh, it doesn't matter because it's uh, you're made in the image of God, mm-hmm. so you're supposed to forgive as God forgives. And God will forgive you no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same concept.
0: Yeah, kind of that imitation lifestyle mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. I think another thing this passage is kind of saying is, because it connects to the full passages that we read, is when you, when you make that decision in your spiritual growth to set your mind on things above, it becomes easier to do all the things that were listed there. It becomes easier to live that life full of the fruits of the Spirit, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know? When you know that you are
2: protected by God, then it becomes easier to live like him.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: I think it's a good reminder, to to read this stuff because... Like if, if you're not constantly renewing your focus on the Lord, you can forget that, hey, I'm supposed to forgive my brother. Mm-hmm. And you can start thinking because we're, the influence of the world is so huge. Mm-hmm. We are in the world, you know, and if you live in the world, you're being influenced by it. And mm-hmm. so the world will, you know, they're so happy. They're, they want justice for this and that. And if somebody wrongs you, you know, the world will tell you, rectify that, you know. It's actually countercultural to just be wronged mm-hmm. and forgive someone for that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that is not the way our culture works. No. I mean, it, it, outrage is the name of the game. Be outraged about and, and demand justice. And not just justice, but reparations or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to get political here, but to get back to the Bible, bear with each other, like it says in verse 13, and forgive one another. Mm-hmm. If any of you have a grievance against someone, God's calling you, the person who was wronged, to forgive. Mm-hmm. That's the command. Paul wrote that, but th- but God calls us to do that. Mm-hmm. If you were wronged... God doesn't say, take them to court and sue them for everything they have. He says, forgive them. He says, forgive them. That's your command. Mm-hmm. You know, as a Christian, if you're a Christian, God commands mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. to, to forgive. forgive people who have wronged you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, gr- that's
0: a great point. And that's another thing why we don't set our minds on earthly things because the earth tells you counter to what God commands you in yeah. a sense. And you selfish. Know? Selfish. Yeah. The culture is very selfish. You know, mm-hmm. it's, Preaching to serve yourself and pursue your own desires.
1: But it parades and it wears like a little suit like it's Mm -hmm. selfless. Mm -hmm. Like it's doing all this stuff for other people Mm -hmm. and it's a sacrifice for them. But no, it's not. It's not. It's very selfish Mm -hmm. for sure.
0: So what is a grievance? What's a grievance? What would you guys say that a problem? Yeah. That you have with someone. Or like something, yeah. That's a a great, bad beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's a good one.
0: Yeah, and why do we hold so many of them against other people? Because we are people, Mm
2: -hmm. and we are (laughs) not good at living like God commands us to all the time. So Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. And because of well, we're selfish by nature. Mm -hmm. So it's like, hey. I did I demand this this isn't right. I don't I deserve better than this. I demand justice for me. it's all about me but it's mm-hmm. that's not what you're supposed to do.
0: Yeah I think that's also why it's really hard to just forgive other people in general yeah because it's in your nature to serve yourself. Yeah So how do we make this easier? you know because it's in our nature to sin, it's in our nature to serve ourselves. So do you guys think that when you grow spiritually in the Lord and you gain that understanding, does it become easier or is it still hard?
2: I think it gets easier if you practice it a lot. Mm -hmm. But, you know, ultimately it's still difficult to do. But like they say, practice makes perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it doesn't make perfect. (laughs) It just... (laughs)
1: But it can get you close. I've spotted the error in that saying, and I've been telling my kids, practice makes better. There you go. Well,
0: I kind of want to open up this time for you guys just to talk about anything, any other thoughts you had on the scripture a little bit, like anything stand out to you guys, you know, insights.
1: I definitely like the fruits of the spirit there, you know. Mm -hmm. And if I had to say something, and I say this a lot at youth group and stuff, but. Like we want to know, I think actually what you were saying earlier was that how do we make sure that we do this? Mm-hmm. How do we remind ourselves to be gracious and forgive? And I feel like because the world is so strong, has such a strong influence, mm-hmm. we have to counter that with being diligent to be influenced by the word. Mm-hmm. And that comes from daily prayer, daily Bible reading, and hanging out and being with or communicating or, quote unquote, the Christian word, fellowshipping with our like-minded Christian friends, you know. Mm -hmm. Like if you hang out with people who you don't agree with and you just continue, of of course you're not going to hang out with them. Mm -hmm. But if you did say you were a a rat in a lab or something and you were forced to hang out with people (laughs) that you don't ever, would never hang out with regularly, they would start to influence you. Yep. Without... Without question. You know, and that's kind of what happens at college a lot of times. Mm-hmm. High school kids, you know, they're Christians. They go to youth group and, and then they kind of run off to school without thinking, how am I going to maintain myself spiritually? Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a top priority. And then they go to a university or a college where the main thought is you're not Christian at all, mm-hmm. you know, and usually involves a lot of evolution and things like that. And then they, they want to stay Christian, but then they're just surrounded by these other th- ideas and they eventually are influenced by it and will take on those thoughts and mm-hmm. make them their own, you know. And like the whole maintenance part is our diligence to be in the Word and to be in fellowship and in prayer. Like those are huge. And, and you know, if you're planning on going to college, have a plan. Like I know the upper class do. They make a plan for how they're going to stay in fellowship. If they're going to go to a university out of state or a college out of state, what church are they going to go to when they get there? You know, is there a Mm -hmm. church there that has like a college group or a young adults group that you can attend? You know, planning in advance and like that's what pastors do. Like Bryant and I, we could pick up some of that slack too, you know. But anyways, the maintenance part of making sure you are being influenced by the word as well because we know the world likes to influence us.
0: Yeah. I think what you just said there is a great point to end on, because what you really summed up was the whole reason why we talk about this. Because really, in the end, it's about maintaining your individual relationship with the Lord. And to do that, you have to be selfless, and you have to remind yourself and build up those habits. So, it's
1: like those muscles, man. You got to work them Yeah, you got
0: to work them out. <laughs> with that, we're going to get into our question time now. How do you form habits of setting your mind on things above? Can you remember a time when you were forgiven? How can you train yourself to forgive others? What if my Ron is never corrected? You can find these questions on the CMUC Insta at CalvaryMac underscore upper class. And you can also join our text reminders by texting at MacUpper to 81010. And uh, with that, we're going to go into our kind of final thoughts here. Do you guys have anything you want to... Just say before we close out.
1: Okay, I want to go first so that I'm not the last. All right. My final thought would be just remember that when you're forgiving someone that you are forgiven a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. It's true. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: like um... a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Connie, like, oh, you got this. Um,
2: how do I word this? Actively love other people. Yeah. You need to... St- it's because love is not like a feeling it's an action Mm -hmm. so actively love other people Mm -hmm. definitely Mm
0: -hmm. well with that i think we're gonna end this podcast i want to thank you guys for joining me today and just want to wish you guys out there just to have a fun safe rest of your summer and just continue listening to this stuff with that we're gonna say goodbye so bye everybody later Later. y'all signing off
2: see because I think it's going to be they're going to have like flashbacks or something like that.
1: Yeah. I hope we're re- recording live. I know. I'm interrupting. Yeah. I'm interrupting. What are you doing? I'm interrupting because Wes has been working so hard <laughs> all for three weeks, two weeks. Wes and Bryant. <laughs> this is Brian Carlson. But Wes He'll and probably Brian been working so hard on the next generation center that we got him there you oh, go. Gosh. those are good. Aww. Yes. Thank good. you. Yes. All right. Goodbye. Thanks so much for the Oregon burrito. Get out. Should I sit here and eat it while we do it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: But All but, right. Where were
0: we? <laughs> uh, we we're talking Star Wars. Star Wars. O1.
1: Yeah. Huh.